Diablo 4 has arrived. As the forces of hell gather, only you can stand in their way. Journey across the expansive open world of Sanctuary. Choose from five powerful classes, then progress them to fit your playstyle. Adventure with your friends in up to four-player co-op with cross-play and cross-progression on all platforms. Welcome to hell. Diablo 4, available now. Rated M for Mature. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Hi guys, welcome back to Skincare Anarchy. This is your host, Ekta, and today is a very special episode for me because um, the co-founders of this line, I mean, this line was my first one that I fell in love with in the skincare industry, no joke. It was um, awesome, like when I first tried their products. So without further ado, I want to introduce you guys to Greg Gonzalez and Joe Cloyes, uh, co-founders for Used to the People. Thank you guys so much for coming onto the show. Thank you. Thanks for having Thanks. us. Thank you. Yes, yeah, it's to be here. I'm I'm just like really really starstruck. So I'm, I'm sorry if it's like a little choppy my interview because I love love your line, you guys. It's like you really, um, you know, killed it. You killed it with your line. So um, without further ado, I want to ask you guys to kind of dive deep into your um your backgrounds um individually if you can. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can hop in. Well, Joe and I are cousins, so uh, it's a it's a family thing. Uh, and it started, the, real, the line was really inspired by uh, our grandmother um, who got into beauty in the 70s and she ended up creating her own skincare line. Um, originally, actually, oh, wow. our grandmother and grandfather came uh, from the East Coast and moved and opened a hair salon. And it was at that time that she really fell in love with skincare and the power of botanic, botanical extracts, but also the new skin technologies that were happening at the time. And um, she ended wow. up starting her own skincare line. And uh, she had six daughters that all got into the industry as well. And so Joe and I really spent our childhood running around uh, either a skincare business or a hair salon. And, you know, we, we really had the, you know, one of the things we're so grateful for is that we were just uh, surrounded by powerful, strong and entrepreneurial women our whole life. Um, yeah. And that really drove kind of the energy that ended up, uh, you know, leading to us starting the brand. Wow. I love that. I love that you mentioned the the female energy because like that, you know, everyone talks about their grandmother, right? They're like, my grandmother used to do this and they, and she had this amazing skincare routine. So it's cool to see that you, her, she actually went the extra mile and found her line. Yeah, she really took it all the way and, you know, had such a passion for beauty and aesthetics and, and skincare, especially her whole life and, uh, you know, went for it. And as, as you know, when she went for it, um, and built her line out. It wasn't, you know, uh, there weren't many women that were going out and building skincare lines and, and that entrepreneurial spirit she had that passed down through our entire family is, uh, it, it, it shows up in many ways across the family. And we're right. always right. learning things from grandma. She passed away a couple of years back, but we still are learning things from her that we didn't realize we were learning. Wow. Well, you know, I feel like the wisest people always leave behind something and we're always learning from it. So that's, I, that's amazing. So it makes sense. It makes sense why your line's so good and why women love it so much. <laughs> you know, you may, you really got the information you needed at an early age from her. So that's awesome. Well, um, I know, like, I, I want to know more. So I'm sorry, it kind of interrupted you guys. I know, Greg, you were talking about your background. and But Joe, I want you to chime in and, and tell us, like, how you guys really just decided, hey, it's time to partner up and, um, you know, do this. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, you know, as our 
uh, grandmother's business, our family's business in skincare was growing. It's called Eva's Aesthetics. Um, and, mm-hmm. and uh, our grandmother retired. Um, well, I don't know if we can call it retire, but slowly slowed down. And, and our two aunts, um, my two aunts, Lori and Lisa, Lisa is Greg's mom, um, yeah. uh, were running that business. And as Greg and I got out of college um, and took a couple of different paths, we both had this like innate drive bringing us to the family business. And it started out with just helping at trade shows, um, going to the professional, the aesthetics and spa shows, and then getting in a little bit more. Uh, Greg started working there full time. I came shortly thereafter and we both just had this, this passion for, uh, for beauty and for skincare that I don't, it's not like we knew we had it necessarily. We just, it was in our DNA and it was, it was, yeah. We always like a part did. of your life kind of thing in the background that you don't know. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And as we both started working there, um, we were just really, you know, enjoyed it, learning it, diving into ingredients, diving into products, diving into everything we could. And, uh, a few years in, we started thinking about um, <clears throat> building our own line, uh, taking all of our family's learnings over the 40 plus years of making skincare products and, and applying some things we were learning and, uh, you know, but building our brand a little bit, a little bit differently and a little more modern for the modern, uh, you know, consumer that uh, it was, and, with, and that was during the time as direct to consumer was really growing. So this was about 2015. Um, uh-huh. And our family's line is, is professional. So you've yeah. got 60 plus products. It's really meant to be sold by an esthetician or cosmetologist. Um, so we wanted to take all of this heritage and really compact it and, you know, bring in those new ingredient ideas that we had. And, and, and that's, that was really the first conversation where we're like, okay, we want to start something, start something new. Here. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's interesting because I was telling um, Greg before we started uh, recording that when I first tried your line, um, it was, like I, I just fell in love, you know, and it, because I got clinical grade skincare results with it. And I honestly, it was my bar. Like when I tried your line, you guys kind of ruined it for a lot of other companies <laughs> for me because I literally <laughs> just was like, okay, yeah, it doesn't do what you to people does for my skin. And I was like, I remember saying that to so many people. So I want to ask you both about that. How did you really accomplish this? Because your products are phenomenal. And I can see why you would want to gear them towards estheticians and why your family has done that. And it shows in your, your actual formulation. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, I, mean, I think, you know, really our philosophy and a, a lot of the, the best skincare brands in the world really look at that harmony between the best, you know, plant extracts, uh, and then also, you know, the best cosmetic active or, or cosmetic science or clinical active. And so yeah. we kind of grew up with that mentality. Um, and we were really excited around the concept of superfoods and the high levels of antioxidants and phytonutrients and how we could start to create our own custom extract blends and really harness the best plants in the world. But then we're also equally as passionate about every new ingredient that's coming out. Uh, you know, if that's a vitamin C or a new peptide, hyaluronic acid. And so really getting everything at the optimal percentages um, to where your skin can really get the benefit from everything we're putting into our formulas, it really goes back to the heritage um, and all the way back to that, just like professional aesthetic mentality that it really, you know, we want products that are going to make a difference for people's skin and, um, and hopefully, you know, improve everyone's, you know, outlook in life a little bit. Right, right. And that's such a beautiful, I love that. I really love that because it it really shows. So I want to congratulate you because, you you know, you guys really brought that through. I mean, as a consumer, I can definitely vouch for that. So um, I want to ask you guys, though, this is the main question is um, 
obviously how did you come up with your awesome name because when I I'm not gonna lie when I first saw the name of the company I was like this is awesome like I felt like it was finally something that was global it could speak to everybody obviously you know what I mean it just I don't know it spoke to me a lot on many philosophical levels (laughs) as cheesy as that sounds so (laughs) please tell us about the name uh, well, I'll defer to Greg on this one because he came up with the name. So, uh, yeah, yeah appreciate that. Joe. Um, well, you know, really what we were at the time, we we're really inspired by the idea of I think there's two parts of it. One is, you know, a lot of skincare brands, including our grandmothers, you know, it was Eva's aesthetics or their doctor named um, and or they're about the ingredients. And these are all great and strong concepts. But we were really inspired by the people that were creating change. Uh, in the world and change that started with themselves or in their communities, people that were more conscious in the way that they were thinking about what they were buying and what they were consuming, whether that was clothes or food they were eating or what they were putting on their skin. And so that combined with, you know, we wanted something when you looked at it, that it made you think something kind of what you just spoke to, like it made you feel something and have an idea, something that meant something to you. And we've worked for a long time with that idea. Um, but that was really the ethos of like what we wanted to, 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 to grab onto and, and eventually um, came to youth of the people. I think I was writing a, a serum, serum copy and it was like power to the power to the people, youth, youth of the people, power, power to the serum. Youth yeah. To the people. <laughs> power to the serum, youth to the people. And then uh, we ended up just scratching out the first part and staring at youth of the people. And we're like, okay. This is like it. it was it must have been a light bulb right did you look at it and go holy crap that's really well, good we got, all excited. <laughs> we, got, we got all excited and crazy and ran around the office and then just crossed our <laughs> fingers that nobody had it already you know and not yeah, even in yeah. but just that they did you know maybe somebody was using the name for you know anything community group lifestyle clothing um and luckily nobody yeah. had, nobody had it so we got the instagram got the website got on GoDaddy, the whole thing and yeah, uh, you, I mean, honestly, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, Greg, like, I really want to to say this, because when the whole idea of humanity, and this is my opinion, obviously, and, you know, the whole idea of humanity and making, like, looking at it as just humanity, I think is an emerging concept for a lot of people. And um, when I, you know, your name to me as just a consumer, for me, that represents that it's a step in that direction. So, you know, um, globally i think it's just brilliant and i i think you know it's not just about a name it's really about what it represents and i, I can say that as a consumer like when i use your products i feel like i'm supporting something meaningful and that's actually like i want to talk more about that because i know you guys are starting this awesome new charity initiative um you know for basically any underserved populations and you know just really like just people you know wanting food and water and common necessities so can you um, either of you just dive into that I mean Joe if you want to get us started and tell us a little bit about that how that you know how you came up with that yeah um, you know giving back is something that we learned early on learned it from our family learned it from our grandmother learned it from our moms uh, our whole family um, yeah. and in many ways and, and you know we learned it and not only the form uh, it wasn't as much the form of financial but it was the sharing of knowledge the putting in you know the effort the putting in work for other people um and, and, you know, giving back in any way possible with whatever, you know, you could give. Um, yeah. And as that, as we launched you through the people, that was something that was really important to us is, um, you know, giving back. So starting out with just volunteering with local organizations to 
as we've grown and, 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 you know, had, had success be actually able to, to also, you know, donate financially and, and donate money. Um, right. and also use our platform to grow awareness for these fantastic organizations that um, are doing really great things and they're doing them at the local level. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah. as we have grown, we, we, it started out with doing some donations here and there and, um, setting up a, a giving, um, department we have a director of giving on our team um so yep. setting that up and then rolled into now what we've rolled out most recently is our funds our youth to the people funds um yep. and we're, we're building uh we built out three funds uh, one core issue within is is addressed with each fund um and really the idea is like we have one core issue to each there's infinite solutions to the challenges that we're facing as a planet and as the human family and we want to be yep. a part of that solution and a part of that change and um one of the ways we can do that is through these funds. Um, so yeah. the first fund that we just rolled out was our To the People Fund, which is about few, uh, food, water, and shelter. Um, yeah. and, and we rolled out actually our first couple of partners that we're donating to with that, uh, Soul Fire Farm and Lunch on Me. Um, and then mm -hmm. our next, our other two funds are the To the Future Fund, um, which is all about youth and how the youth need to shape our future um, yeah. or to be more representative. And then our To the Planet Fund, which is about... Um, the planet and the ongoing uh many issues that are going on within our planet yeah like the multiple problems with our planet. Yeah. yeah so that's um, amazing wow yeah so very excited to be doing that and uh continue to to build that out and uh, build within each fund area you know it really i i know that the especially the one about the the water and you know food and just common necessities people have i mean that one really for me hit home because you know my family comes from rural india so, you know, we, I saw like, you know, all that stuff growing up. And I remember like, you know, the local orphanages and stuff. people always say, you know, we don't know where the charity money goes, but I've seen so many, like so much improvement. I remember just being a kid, like at on a local level, you know what I mean? In rural India. So I know that this is going to make a huge difference. And I love that you guys are behind that because it does, it makes a big difference. I've, you know, I've seen it with my own eyes and people's lives and um, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> it's really Thank amazing. You. Yeah. Um, okay. So I actually want to ask you guys um, a little bit about um, your new brand new product. I know you just launched uh, a new serum. So can you um, kind of take us on that journey? Like what, what did you feel was the need for the serum? Like, why did you create this? Yeah. So a couple things really inspired it. Um, you know, one, we're really known for our cleanser and our masks and I think again, getting back to our heritage, you know, we've we've made within the professional space just some really hard hitting and effective serums, and we wanted yeah. to bring that same focus and energy uh, to youth of the people. And our first serum that we made was really an all all in one kind of uh, serum that had a little bit of everything. You kind of use it every day, um, but we really wanted to create something that was super focused. Um, and we really got excited about this concept of really effective but gentle vitamin C derivatives at a nice high level of 15%, but then also partnering that with caffeine. So it really helped with the depuffing and microcirculation and kind of created this really perfect AM serum. Um, yeah. And so that's what kind of led us on the path of the of the energy serum, but it's, it's an amazing formula. Uh, it's super gentle at the 15%, so really everybody can, can use it. Um, and it has yeah. amazing texture and so we're really happy with how, how it turned out. 
Yeah, I tried it. It's awesome. I like every other product. <laughs> like it's, it's really, really, really good. I, I mean, you know, I, I found it interesting because I know right now um, the market, you know, like the industry, people always talk about how it's like oversaturated with um, with products. And, you know, I, I don't know, the more and more I do this podcast, I'm realizing that every product like has its place in, in the market. Um, but, you know, in terms of just like the vitamin C aspect, um, what were some things like, were there things in your mind that you wanted to kind of keep in the forefront when you're crafting this? or um how like what was your process like like in terms of formulation um you know our process is it's it's a very uh process that's driven by many things and and inspiration is the biggest piece Uh, what is inspiring us what are we looking for what are the changes out there that we want to make to the skin and then what are the new ingredients um and then from there we get in and meet uh internally um usually a lot of the ingredients ideas they can come from anywhere from greg and i or from many people on our team and then we start to meet with um with our labs that we work with we partner with a couple different labs here in california um work with them um work with our ingredient suppliers as well because many times we're looking at looking for ingredients that don't exist in cosmetics yet and so we have to work with them to figure out how to extract it and because you can make the ingredient but will it still actually have the effects of what we hope and so we'll solve the antioxidant profile the caffeine profile which is in our energy serum for example um and then once that's figured out we uh you know again work with the contract manufacturers that we work with and build out the products and it can be 10 20 30 40 revisions of formulations um we do do a lot of the research in-house so a lot of the r&d is in-house and then you know goes to the labs um, and so it, it takes time. It can take, I mean, we worked on this product for what, about two years, Greg? About yeah. Years, I want to yeah. say, um, yeah. to get it to where we oh, want it. And there's, you know, you can get, there's this last like 10% of a product where there's real subtleties that you're changing that for us makes all the difference. Um, right. and there's, there's, once you're done with the product then there's, once you're like happy and final with the formula, there's a lot of quality testing we do. Um, for a variety of a variety of quality tests we run uh, regulatory stuff we have to do to yeah ensure- i think someone was saying that like if you're like good in the eu you're good everywhere kind of thing like with regulations yeah. and stuff yeah <laughs> they definitely yeah. the eu is very strange stringent yeah. <laughs> no yeah i keep hearing that so you know i, I just yeah it, it's just interesting to me because i feel like your your products always have some some really unique um like you bring a lot of unique ingredients to the forefront so that makes sense what you said joe um, but, you know, I actually want to talk to you guys about, the, the, I think this is the most, um, for me, it's very, very cool because you guys actually kind of introduced me to the idea of sustainability and skincare. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was very, very oblivious to the whole idea. And then when um, I was reading more about your brand, I was like, oh, they're really like, this is something that seemed to be at the core of your, um, your vision. So can you guys talk about what your view of sustainability really was like um, starting off? Yeah, Joe, you want to you take Yeah, that? sustainability. I mean, it's just so important to us. Um, we have a couple of brand pillars at our company. One of them is we have one, one planet to protect. And that goes into how do we, sustainability across not only packaging, but formulations and packaging. It's both. Yeah. So formulations, how, you know, what are the ingredients we're using? Are they biodegradable? And a lot of the stuff you rinse off your face at some point, whether it's right after you wash or it sits in your skin for 12 hours and gets rinsed off or you jump in the ocean, what's happened? So are they biodegradable and how do they affect it? What's the life cycle of the ingredient? Where is it sourced from? Was it sustainably sourced? What are the right. processes they go through? 
And then for packaging, um, super important out of the gate that we did the most um, sustainable options that were available to us uh, because we started out so small and our, and our family business is very small. We didn't, we weren't going to be able to do custom packaging or custom things like that. So we, we knew we wanted to use glass because glass is more easily recycled than plastic in the, especially in the U S um, right. glass is also infinitely recyclable, which is, which is always great as well. Um, and so we looked at some key, some glass suppliers and found the ones that would work, be able to work for us. And then the other side was the paper that we use. Um, yeah. Uh, going with glass, um, we wanted to do, be pretty minimal with our paper as well. Um, so we wanted to ensure two things that the paper was FSC certified, that it was paper. So all of the paper we use is FSC certified paper. It's, uh, made in the U the paper is actually made in the U S and then our box maker is actually here in California. So we go for oh, okay. it being, you know, very clean FSC certified paper that's made using uh, mixed. So mostly recycled mulch or, uh, sorry, pulp is used within the paper process. And then, hmm. um, it also being made here in the U.S. and in California, so that it's local. Because the other side of it is making sure we're not shipping things all around the world back and forth, and trying to reduce that as much as possible. And that's always a goal for us: reducing our carbon footprint. So, um, yeah, no, I, I remember like when you guys had the refillable size for your cleanser. I like uh -huh. overjoyed. I was overjoyed. <laughs> this is amazing. This is exactly because yeah. you buy so much. You know what I mean? You end up buying a product over and over again, and it was just awesome. it was brilliant. So. Yeah, yeah, we've got that. that we've sense. got that back up. The refillable size is back up, and we're going to continue. So, we're, that's one of our journeys. A couple of journeys we have for the next two years within sustainability is refills and other ways. We want to because we still have to use plastic for our tops and our pumps. So, how can we reduce the amount of those pieces needed yeah. Um, yeah. through refills or other options, or, and or in any plastic we do use, can we tr start to make it using uh, PCR, which is post-consumer recycled plastic? That's See, PCR means completely something polymerase chain reaction for me <laughs> from science. <laughs> I'm glad you, I'm glad you elaborated. <laughs> many, many. Um, I, yeah, I think that's. I'm sure it was a longer, even longer scientific term for it. But yeah, recycled plastics yeah. is what we have in the packaging. Yeah, no, I mean recycling is the best, right? I mean it really is. I remember I'm a, I'm a millennial, and I know they were like really pushing it when we were growing up, and that's why I asked you guys like what your concept was in your mind of sustainability. Because I'm not gonna lie to you, I had no clear idea. You know what I mean? And like the more I've research I've done, um, I've kind of you know started to understand what sustainability really means versus like you know just not so. I don't know. I, I just, I wanted to ask that because I think your line really, I, I mean, you guys never compromised that with being a message. So I, you know, I want to congratulate you on that. That's really awesome. Cause you've taught me a lot <laughs> when I started <laughs> researching. So, um, well, you know, I really, honestly, guys, like I love everything about your line and I'm going to just keep raving about it. So, you know, instead of me doing that, I want to ask you um, a very important question, especially um, with the audience we have, it's younger, a younger audience sometimes. So, you know, do you have a message for anyone listening out there that, um, you know, just wants to do something really big in their life, something meaningful in their life? Um, any inspirational words from either of you? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, something I always try to remember is, you know, enjoy the process, you know, process over perfection. Um, and anything yeah. that you're passionate about, understand that like the best way is starting small, you know, sometimes in, we have big dreams and aspirations, no matter what they are, you know, you're looking at all these things that need to be done. And it's really about starting small and building on that and then learning as you grow. But I always try to get back to, to process and, and 
you know, try to find that thing that you love doing. And, and, and if you do, you can really dive into the art and process of it. And over time, um, you know, things just naturally build. Right. Right. I agree. That makes sense. I mean, I think it's like, um, like, you know, being resilient, right. In your life and just kind of moving forward. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you, Joe? Any nuggets of, of wisdom for our listeners? <laughs> nuggets of wisdom. I would say, you know, uh, I think, you know, Greg, I just, you know, sometimes it's just trust your gut more than anything. Trust your gut and, yeah. and don't be afraid to go for it. You know, I know this is such a cliche and like, you know what I mean? One of those questions is just like, okay, oh God. But it's like, I feel like it's so important from individuals such as yourself because you guys are doing something really meaningful, you know? And I think a lot of times um, I find that people just end up doing things, like you, you guys are doing it and then not realizing as much of an impact that it has, I think, you know, sometimes. So that's why I ask because I think people who are leaders don't like talking about it, right? <laughs> like you don't get a lot of um, you know, advice. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even what Joe was saying, it does seem like one of those things, but it's so true. Like uh, we always say, like, you know, if we get excited about an idea, like if you're excited about it, like genuinely down to your core, that means other people in the world will be too, right? If you can get the true message of why you're excited about it, um, then then other people are because that's just like the collective energy that we have that, you know, that's always moving forward. And we've had that time where we had an idea and we knew we thought it was good and cool or we wanted to move forward and we didn't do it. And then it happens, see somebody else do it. And so those are always good reminders of like, yeah, trust, trust your instinct or trust what's exciting. um, Because those are, that's the core of, of something to build on. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I really love that. And also like, um, I want to actually say this. I want to give a shout out to my awesome intern, Rolani Hicks. She's the coolest Gen Z kid I think I know. And your line was the first line she ever tried. And so, you know, she really liked it. And I, I, for me, it was like kind of meaningful, Greg, because I, what you just said about like, you know, just like that mentality that you should have, like as in building, you know, just keep on going kind of thing. I don't see that happening a lot in the Gen Z generation. So when I, you know, she's one of those kids that I, feel like fits in there right so that's why i asked because i think the the um generation now is not getting a lot of that you know the reinforcement and these concepts where you know keep going kind of thing (laughs) yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah awesome well you guys thank you so much i know that your schedule is super busy so i really appreciate you coming on to our show this was for me very surreal like i said so um thank you so much Absolutely. Thank, no, th- you. thank you for having us and congrats on the show. And uh, thank you know, you. you're doing a great, you're doing a fantastic job and look forward to hearing more episodes. Awesome. Thank you so much. Everybody out there, if you haven't already, please go follow you to the people on Instagram, anywhere you can find them. It's truly one of my all time favorite lines. And um, yeah, leave us some feedback. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.